You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick with the Dallas Morning News, joined today for by a very special guest, uh, hated rival, good friend, Brett Chancy of Locked On Astros. We are here today to preview the series between these two, the Silver Boot Series. It's going to be a lot of animosity, a lot of fun. Um, two, I, I wanted to say two good teams, but we, we both know that's not true. But, you know, at least one of us is a good team. Brett, how you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Thanks for, thanks for hopping on with me, man. It's, it's, it, it should be a fun show. Yeah, going to be a lot of fun talking about this rivalry. Um, a lot of, you know, it's it's always been, except for 2015 and 16 and maybe a little bit in, in 27, it's always been very one-sided. Like one team's either great and the other one's trash or vice versa. No, yeah, you're right. It, it hasn't been, I, I would like there to be a classic Texas Rangers, Houston Astros end of the season, like, you know, the Rangers are playing out West against Oakland and the Astros are playing Seattle and Houston. And, you know, the Rangers game starts late and the Astros game and the Astros win. And then, you know, where the Astros are, are winning and the Rangers are like, all right, but if they lose and, and just the back and forth rivalry, that would be really cool for something like that to orchestrate. But the stars just haven't aligned. I know when we first came into the AOS, you guys beat the pants off of us. I mean, y'all <laughs> were on your world series runs. We were just, we were the, um, we were the only the lonely. I mean, we came to the AL West. I mean, we came to the AL limping, literally. Mm-hmm. Literally limping. And, you know, even in, at that time, you still managed to get some little jabs in of just the Marwin Gonzalez single up the middle to break up you Darvish's perfect game. Like, that will always be incredibly infuriating to me. Because I'm like, just come on, Marwin. Just ground out. Like, come on, man. Like, there is no need for that. It's just disrespectful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And... You know, I think it's somewhat sometimes a contentious rivalry. We've seen our managers when we had A.J. Hinch here and y'all's manager go at it um, when, when y'all had Jeff Bannister. And I know mm-hmm. um, your your current manager, you know, he's a bulldog. He doesn't tend to back down. And sometimes, you know, tempers flare. I know when we had Gomez, that was highly charged. And we've had our <laughs> run-ins with, you know, Rube Neto Dor. I think he's the guy that we love to hate and, and yeah. I'm sure you guys love to hate Alex Bregman. <laughs> but say now Rangers fans love to hate uh, Rugnet Odor because he's been so terrible. So <laughs> Oh, that's true. <laughs> Didn't he say he was going to hit over 200 this year or something like that? I mean, <sighs> he's dying for his he, job, isn't he? He's absolutely fighting for his job and for his career. I mean, it's it's been really – he's been one of the worst major leaguers over the last couple of years, which is so insane to see. But, I mean, he's one of those guys who was kind of the victim of his own success because he came up when he was, I think, 20 back in 2014. The Rangers had an absolute slew of injuries and, like, everybody was hurt and there was just plenty of playing time for prospects that were definitely not ready. And he did pretty well. And he Mm -hmm. did pretty well the next year. And they didn't send him back down to kind of work on the things that he needed to be a finely polished MLB player. He just kind of stayed up and had to, like, just produce results. And so he didn't have time to go and actually have – a place where he could work on fixes and that's kind of what has gotten him stuck to where he's been the last couple of years. So this year, now, if someone asked me to, you know, preview the entire division, um, I'm going to pick the Rangers and the Mariners to kind of pick up the tail end of the division for right now. 
Um, what are some glimmers of hope or what are some things that you're looking for? Like Nick Solak, guys like that. Um, what pitchers are you looking for to, you know, make a difference to maybe surprise because I know at times the Rangers can get hot and they can get those wins. And if Joey Gallo can put the bat on the ball, I mean, there, there are some surprise hiccups that come along. What are some things you expect to maybe pop up during the year to give Rangers fans some hope? Well, I, I think Joey's going to bounce back from the worst year that he's ever had. Um, it was the worst year he's had just professionally in general. He's been a guy who I have, you know, ridden the Joey Gallo chariot basically since the day he was drafted. He's a total freak. He's going to hit like 210, but he's going to have like 40 bombs and an on base of like 380 almost every year. He's just a total weirdo. But last year, he the, the power numbers were down. Um, the new stadium kind of sapped the power out of a lot of guys that normally hit for um, for more power. And he had a lot of things going for him that just were really terrible. Um, one of his good friends, Drew Robinson, um, attempted suicide. Um, he, they were really close. They came up in the Rangers system together. They were both Las Vegas guys. Um, and then he had a, what he thinks is a false positive COVID at the very beginning of summer training. Um, and that kind of eliminated his entire second spring training. So he came into camp basically cold. Um, and he's one of those guys who really uses um, video replay a lot. So um, the old uh, Trashto's uh, <laughs> scandal kind of hurt him um, quite a bit like it did uh, Javi Baez. So um, all of that combined with him being the only half decent offensive player on the team and that pressure just kind of made him crumple. IKF's defense has been some of the best in baseball uh, at third base and I'm hoping that it will be at a very elite level at shortstop. And then for Willie Calhoun to just get things going, be healthy and be at least like an average version of himself. Cause he's a good major leaguer, but he had so many things go poorly for him last year with the hit to the face and the uh, hamstring injury. It, yeah. It's just, I want nothing but good thing for Willie Calhoun. Now, what about, okay, dude, I love the IKF. I'm going to use that because I say, I have a hard time saying. Oh yeah. It's so many syllables. It's like just the, the three letters is, yeah. <laughs> and you know, Willie Calhoun is one of those guys that I think the Rangers hung a lot of hopes on. Um, yeah. I know um, as a baseball card collector, um, I've still got like two or three sheets full of this guy because I was like, oh, Willie Calhoun, I was, you know, collecting his <laughs> cards. And I mean, but you know, hey, you guys picked up David Dahl. Um, mm -hmm. That was a guy that Astros fans wanted um, as kind of a budget outfielder. Do you expect him to maybe get past his injuries and um, have a good year? I don't know. I, I'm hoping so. Um, the Rangers, I think Chris Davis, um, getting him is kind of a um, – having three guys basically for two spots, in, as in left field and DH with um, Calhoun, um, Dahl, and uh, Chris Davis now – it's kind of like banking on injury or if Chris Davis just falls off a cliff and just there's a, there's a real possibility. He doesn't make the team out of spring training. Um, wow. I don't think it's likely, but it's, it's a real possibility. So I think the Rangers are cautiously optimistic and there's a chance he could end up playing center field. I love Leody and I think he's, he would be capable of starting the year in center field and it's looking like he might, but I would, I'm not wondering if like it might be better for him to, have some time in the minors. So what happened to Rudy doesn't happen to him. He doesn't have to sell out for results and can actually like have some time. Cause I think he's only 22 this season. So, I mean, he's still young. And so I'd like to see him um, get some of that, but I think doll is going to get past his injury. I think like the Rangers are really just hoping for like maybe a hundred games out of him. Like that's, that's kind of the hope. 
And I think if he can give them that, then that'll be just real big for them. I mean, the Rockies are known for making stupid mistakes. They've made quite a few over the last several years. And so profiting off the Rockies stupidity is, you know, your job as a baseball GM. Right. Definitely. You know, um, it's interesting. You, you talk about how um, the new ballpark up, up in Arlington has kind of sapped the power out of those bats. Um, you know, the big, I guess, criticism out of Houston Imagine Houston being critical of Dallas Fort Worth, right? No, um, never. Is, <laughs> is we call it Minute Maid Park 2.0. Um, yep. Or, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard Tough Shed Stadium. You've heard all the one-liners. <laughs> um, but what do you think is, what do you think, what do you think, um, do you think if it zaps the power, do you think a visiting team like Houston that has power bats, do you think it helps meet those bats a little bit when they come in to play the Rangers? I mean, you'd think so, but I mean, Houston's got a really good offense. And as we saw, because the Dodgers play, like, I think might have won as many games as the Rangers did at Global Life Field this year, because literally all of wow. their games in the playoffs were um, in Global Life Field. And it didn't stop the Dodgers bats. I mean, granted, no lineup is as dangerous as the Dodgers. And like, they're going to hit home runs in literally any park, like, even like the old school ones where it's like 500 feet to left field, like they're, they're going to hit home runs anywhere. But I think that's the thought. And uh, I don't know that it's because it really had an impact on Nick Solak's power because he was healthy all year. I think he only had two home runs, maybe three at the most, but um, it really did a lot of numbers on him and Gallo with all of the things combined. I mean, Gallo's got big power. He'll hit dingers anywhere, but um, I think that's the thought. I think eventually they're going to kind of move the fences in because their pitching staff is so rough that like even having those like those extended fences, the bigger park, it didn't really help them that much. I mean, outside of like Lance Lynn and Lance Lynn was going to be good anywhere. So. Yeah. You know, he's been kind of old reliable for you guys. Um, and you know, that guy, I mean, you know, is now, and you got, do, do you expect much out of Jordan Lyles? I know he's 24. I know he was a product of the Houston Astros system. Do you, expect him to get any more or is he just kind of a serviceable arm to to have spot I mean is he in your rotation no I don't think he is okay. I think he's guaranteed okay. almost guaranteed to be a long man because they've got they made okay. a lot of acquisitions um just kind of like late the Rangers were surprisingly active for a team that's that bad um yeah I actually just did a, a big long um episode on the Rangers rotation um on Tuesday today as we're recording this but this is what I think their rotation is going to look like um Kyle Gibson has already been named the opening day starter which like that as I like Kyle Gibson but like that's that's a rough place to be if he's your opening day starter with the year he had last year um they've got Mike Fultinevich who I think will be the second starter um Dane Dunning and who is the main piece in the Lance Lynn trade um from the White Sox Kohei Arihara who has pitched for I think six seasons in Japan always in Japan um he's got a two-year deal and then the fifth spot is going to be one of, there's a Korean pitcher they signed, Hyung Jung Yang, um, Colby Allard, or Kyle Cody. It's going to be probably one of those three guys. So a lot of new people in the Rangers rotation, um, which wasn't great last year um, and is going to be significantly worse this year. Yeah, so that, you know, the the Astros, you know, we, we kind of cry a lot about Justin Verlander being on the shelf, recovering from Tommy John, but we do have, you know, Zach Grinke. We do have Lance McCullers, who is even further removed. We actually just had him on the podcast recently. It was such yeah. a great interview um, to have him on. Um, Framber Valdez is just 
I mean, everybody's expecting him to have a big year. But so he um, came you know, out of like I did not know much about him, and like this, he just it felt like he came out of nowhere. I'm sure he didn't like as much out of nowhere for y'all, but like right, still, he so, burst onto the scene. So everybody knew his stuff was there. Everybody knew his stuff was live. I mean, I think the big quote that everybody hangs on is like Mike Trout literally said, like he has the best curveball in MLB. Like that's a pretty high compliment for yeah. I think the best hitter to say that. Um, my son and I were down at Round Rock in 2019 and interviewed some players. And Framber Valdez was pitching. It was it was Carlos Correa's last rehab start after one of his injuries that year. He was kind of injury late in 2019. And Framber Valdez was on the I think he walked like six batters. He struck out four but walked six. And my son at the time, who was twelve, who was ten, he's twelve now, um, said, "Dad, that that pitcher looks like he's nervous." And I was like, for a 10-year-old to pick up on a guy's, like, expressions, and you could tell something wasn't right. Like, like he just did – he looked so uncomfortable out there. He, he almost looked like if, if, if you were to put a middle schooler who hates to speak in front of a crowd, like, put him up on a stage and go, okay, give a speech. Like, he just looked nervous, his presence. And he made note that this last year before the 2020 shortened season, he, he, he got a psychologist. Um, they helped him focus – um, he was dealing with a lot of mental, I think, just anxiety and just he would he would put more on himself than he could handle. And mm -hmm. he learned how to just, I guess, slow the game down. And that's what I tell my kids. I coach um, a Pony League team right now. And and I tell them, slow the game down, like make the catch, see the base, make the, you know, make the throw. Don't like have the guy thrown out at first before you have the ball. Like just mm -hmm. take your time when you're, you know. And that's what he's done. So I think Fremervod does have a big year. Jose Arquiti wants to throw 200 plus innings. Um, you know, Christian Javier is hungry. And so I think for the Astros, I think our rotation, I think we slide in under the radar a little bit. I don't think people, a lot of people are expecting us to win. Some people may, but do you see us um, vying for that first spot in the West? What do you think? I think you'll be there. And like, I mean, the thing is, because that for most people, at least outsiders, and especially like me, I mean, I watched a lot of Astros games. I watched a lot of baseball, but I mean, it's just the the big names being omitted. That's why everyone thinks like, okay, the rotation is going to be trash. Because I mean, you lose a guy like Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, like you're like, okay, they they can't possibly replace them with like guys who are anywhere close to that. And like, I mean, obviously they don't, but like they're still solid guys. Like, and having that depth, like that's. I'm very envious of that. I would like to have that. <laughs> Even when the Rangers were really good, their starting rotation depth was trash. Well, you know, and we're hoping that Forrest Whitley makes his debut this year. We're yeah. we're really hoping that. So, um, hey, you know what? I was I was thinking. Um, people out there are probably wondering. You know, I I have car issues every once in a while, mm -hmm. and maybe maybe I can't fix fix my car. Like maybe I can't just go to a chain store, but I think I can fix a car on my own. Um, have you heard of rockauto.com? I have, you know, I have, I've heard a lot about them. Yeah. Rockauto.com has been around for 20 years. And um, if, if you don't want to go to the store, deal with being told that it's going to take weeks to get this part or they're out of it, or they're going to upcharge you 10, 15% because you're not a professional mechanic. You need to go to rockauto.com. Um, they are a family owned business and they specialize in any auto part that you need from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver everything you need um, in a few easy clicks so 
rockauto.com has a catalog that's unique for you. It's easily navigable and it's great for do-it-yourselfers. So, hey, if you need carpet for your car, Bryce, they've Mm -hmm. got it. I'm going to say you need carpet, but if you do, if you got like (laughs) a 76 jalopy and you want to throw some carpet in there, they probably got that for you too. Um, Me, for my Nissan Titan, if I want to get a lift kit, I can probably get that as well. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car and truck. Right locked on. And how do you hear about us, Fox? So let us know. Let them know that we sent you amazing selection, reliable prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So Bryce, let's 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 get down to the nitty gritty, okay? Um, each team plays each other. What is it? Is it 19 times in the division? I believe is that so. what the number is. So it's what it's what been. I'm you... not sure that's what it is this year because everything keeps changing. I can't. I honestly right. can't keep track. You're... So let's imagine. Let's imagine back two years ago in 2019 where we had a 162 game season so we're going with that days. format right the good old <laughs> days pre pre covid days so tell me of the 19 games how many wins do you think the rangers will have against the houston astros <sighs> be aggressive be brave i'm gonna say a low number and it's still gonna be brave um i say eight <laughs> oh Eight, almost went double yeah. digits on us. Wow. I know, almost, almost, not so, quite there. So they're going to go. So they're going to barely be sub five hundred. They're going to be sub five hundred, but but not by much. So eight and eleven. Yeah, right. I mean, math is correct. Traditionally, like it's been a pretty close rivalry. Even when like last year, like it was closer than I thought. I mean, almost every game in Houston felt like a blowout. Um, but. There were a few good ones. Uh, Colby Allard had a nice start there, and then the Rangers won the the series at the end of the year, which I still don't know why. Did not see that coming, and you know, thankfully it didn't. It wasn't the reason that we picked number two instead of number one. But you know, yeah, I feel like eight wins is is optimistic. It's probably gonna be lower than that, but I'm be bold. What what do you think? So I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna say fifteen and four. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be rough for me personally i'm I'm gonna have some hard times <laughs> yeah i don't okay so for your sake i don't want it to be 15 and 4 but for <laughs> our sake that would be phenomenal um who do you think the who do you think is the most dangerous person in your lineup whenever the astros they score off against the rangers oh it's it's definitely joey gallo that's there's literally no question so Joey Gallo. So how many home runs do you think he'll hit against the Astros? Uh, I'm hoping 30. <laughs> but I'm guessing about, hmm, let's say, let's say eight being bold. I oh, think wow. Joey's going to have a, I think he's going to have a really big season because last okay. year was really rough for him, but um, he already has two and I think two spring training games. So there you go. Hey, might be selling short. Why what about not? you? Who do you think is it? the most? the most dangerous hitter against the Rangers against the Rangers. I think the, okay. Health has to play a key thing. Yes. I think it's Jordan Alvarez, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say Kyle Tucker. I think mm-hmm. Kyle Tucker is the most dangerous hitter in this lineup. And I, I think he's oh, wow. going to arrive in a major way. His bat is making contact. And when he hits, he hits doubles and triples and, um, he is a contact machine. I, I know we got Brantley back. I know we got Bregman, Altuve, Correa. I mean, I could go through the list. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Tucker has come in with a spot he hasn't had to earn. And he has come in and 
he didn't have anything to prove. So he's here. He's a part of the club. I think Cal Tucker is going to have a phenomenal year, even though um, uh, Alex Bregman is everybody's, uh, well, not everybody's, a lot of people's pick for MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Kyle Tucker is the guy to watch. Um, not He's not the mainline guy, but he's going to be real soon. Yeah, uh, Alex Bregman, I mean, I he's a very good player, but I always – I always get really upset when I watch him, not just because he's on the Astros, but I mean, like, that's a big part of it because that was the reason um, the Rangers were had their terrible season in 2014 and they had a top five pick and then they started winning the last month of the season for no freaking reason. And if they had number one, they would have gotten Bregman, but they didn't. So uh, that's all right. You know, yeah, I, I got a question for you. Are you, are you a betting man? Sometimes I am. I am. But I but I need a little help with my betting. Where would I go? You should go to Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, the NHL, they're all in full swing. Bet Online covers awards, TV shows, even reality TV. Real real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And just so the folks know, we may be covering everything Houston Astros and everything Texas Rangers. But what about the rest of the sports? Now, Locked On Podcast Networks has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. And it's all the sport and sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. So we have let's let's go ahead and pick a division winner. Um, who do you think wins this division? And you you don't have to say Astros. Oh, I'm not I'm not going to because I I like having my show. And if I said the Astros on my own show, uh, the people would riot and they'd come find me. And you know they'd be right to do so. So um. In the past, I I've said the A's, but I really think that that uh, Seattle has a really good shot to contend for the division, if not win it outright. I'm not sure that I'm quite there yet. Um, I think they're definitely going to be in the hunt for a playoff spot, but I still say the A's because Elvis Andrews is going to go and be happy and be free, and it's going to hurt my feelings a lot. But I'm going to be very happy for him while I'm weeping and watching him um, win an AOS trophy with the A's. That's hilarious. Um... <laughs> I, I, you know, I love that. I, I think that's a bold prediction. You know, Seattle has a lot of players to be excited about mm-hmm. where I think they're, they're missing a lot in the, in the pitching area overall. Um, I think the angels and the A's are going to be tough opponents. I honestly believe that the rain, that the AO West is the Astros to win or lose. And by the way, Reed Ryan, president of the run rock express um, mm-hmm. said so. So anyways, <laughs> um, I, I threw a little ca- caveat out there, but um, I'm picking the Astros, but I'm telling you, I think there's a three-team race, and I think it's the Astros, the A's, and I think it's the Angels. Um, I don't think the Mariners are quite there yet personally, but you know what? Um, we've seen them get hot. Now, if they can get hot beyond a 27-game stretch like they did two years ago, and they can hold on to it, because remember when they came out gangbusters, and like everybody in Seattle was like, we're winning, do. West, we're going back, and, and – <laughs> And of course we were all shocked on what's going on here. Like, did we miss something? <laughs> and so that was just one of those things where that was an anomaly. And 
it's Major League Baseball, 162 games. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to stay healthy. And I really hope that all our major stars on all the teams in the AOS stay healthy because I yep. cannot stand when players are injured. That's just never fun. It's um, it's a miss it's a missed opportunity for everybody in baseball. I mean, I, I don't want to beat a team that is without their best players. I want to beat them with their best players. And like I right. like watching good baseball players. And when the Rangers suck, which is very much going to be this year. I want to at least like watch good baseball players. And if they're not going to be on my team, then like, you know what, why the heck not just go beat the tar out of my team? <laughs> exactly. You know, we, we've been there and done that. The we've, we've had our lean years and I think our clubs are pretty neck and neck when it comes to overall career record percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we are like really, really close. We're really kind of like either 48 or 48 to 50 something percent, like, like winning percentage. Mm-hmm. for our career but you know Bryce this has been a phenomenal time talking about the AOS talking about the Rangers and n- no matter how much smoke we throw at you no matter no, no matter how many um Home Depot stadium jokes we throw your way <laughs> no matter how many trash can jokes you throw at us um just let us just let everybody know out there that it's it is a game and it is the greatest game on the planet Mm-hmm. and we get to talk about it you know we get to do this and we get to do what we love so i hope that everyone listening um will go to locked on rangers and give bryce a five-star review i hope that they go to locked on astros and give us a five-star review um i'm gonna let you close out the show um after i talk about locked on mlb because locked on mlb i want you to join the walking baseball encyclopedia paul paul francis sullivan please call him Sully every day on locked on mlb for a unique look at the majors both present and past Featuring exciting guests, interviews, routine check-ins from Lockdown MLB Network hosts like Bryce or myself and Eric and, and local experts and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Lockdown MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcast. Bryce, close us out. Well, guys, this has been so much fun talking with you about the the Astros, who are going to be probably better than the Rangers again. But, you know, I'm looking forward to those years because you know what it's like in 2015 and 16 when these teams are both good and the rivalry is spicy. I mean, there's a lot of shade going to be thrown both directions, but it's just so much fun to have y'all in the AL West and to have those next of rivals and have these rivalries. That's just what makes, makes baseball the absolute best. But I'm Bryce Patrick. Until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball. Let me stop recording.